I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is the Red Sox Precap with your hosts, Keaton DeRocher and Shelly Verstrait. Part of the Over the Monster Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Red Sox Precap, the podcast from the Over the Monster Podcast Network where we recap the series that just ended, preview the series about to start for the Boston Red Sox. I'm your host, Keaton DeRocher, joined as always by Shelly Verstrait. Shelly, this was an entertaining series here with Toronto. Uh, yeah, it really was, especially like this uh, this last game here. Um, you know, do we really have to talk about the first one? The first game? <laughs> yeah, maybe we can make that one a quick one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we heard about that jet stream out to right. Um, we really got to see it in action tonight in particular. Yeah. Um, that was fun. All right, well, let's, let's start with the bad news. <laughs> game one. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez versus Hyunjin Ryu, and Ryu looked like the ace that he is. He is a very good pitcher. Uh, Erod, however, was very hittable. Gave up 11 hits in his five innings, and five of those hits came around a score. On his last two starts, he's had uh, a decent amount of strikeouts, but um, hasn't really done much outside of that and has been getting babbipped to death. Uh, 429. 579 he's just super hittable what's going on here uh honestly i think that he's too much in the zone um at you know maybe he's throwing too many strikes um i looked up his uh his zone percentage uh just for the year overall and it is up by four percentage points um so i think that's kind of like the biggest thing he's throwing too many strikes like too many hittable pitches, I think, and it's you know he's just like dinking and dunking just all of these like singles and and doubles, um, like in in between like the infield and outfield. It's just kind of like you know hitting it into no man's land. So I think it's um kind of bad luck, um, just based on like batted ball stuff. It's just hitting it right in the into where people aren't. Um, but also I just think that he's, he just needs to kind of throw some less hittable pitches. So I, I I still think that he's not quote unquote, like broken, you know? Um, but he just, just needs to tweak, um, some of the, uh, locations of his pitches. Yeah. Trust that breaking stuff. Get him, get him to reach. Yeah. 
Uh, Matt Andres followed, and he gave up another three runs in his three innings of work. His ERA is now up to 5.48, and a really terrible 1.78 whip. Uh, is the shine starting to come off Andres here, or uh, do we just kind of have to push through it? Yeah, um, I I was kind of like a big like Matt Andrews fan like when we signed him, um, you know I just like oh yeah this he'd be like perfect like in the bullpen as like a, a long man long man type and can just really just hold down the fort, um, but uh, yeah he has not looked good. Um, he threw sixty four pitches in this outing, um, in his last last outing on Friday. He threw, um, he threw 15, he, you know, blew the save, um, and, but got the win, but still, it's just, yeah, he's just not in a good place right now. Unfortunately, there's some other, you know, worse offenders in that bullpen, so I think that his job is safe, but yeah, he's, he's in a bad spot right now. Yeah, trending, trending that way. Um... Offense only had five hits, rough day at the office. Two for Alex Verdugo, who uh, did have a double, but uh, Ryu was really in control of this from from the get-go. Seven shutout innings, uh, only four hits, seven strikeouts, no walks. Uh, We talked in our preview of this series, we figured this was going to be the most difficult one for the Red Sox to uh, pull out, uh, and that was absolutely the case. Um, Yeah, Just kind of a little bit of everything went wrong. Then we get into the fun stuff, starting with game two. Garrett Richards, Ross Stripling. Offense jumped all over Stripling, put up six runs before he left the game in only three and two-thirds innings, five of which came in the first. Enrique Hernandez, Verdugo, J.D. Vasquez all had home runs in this game. Garrett Richards was effectively wild in his six and two-thirds innings of work. He struck out five but walked four, gave up seven hits, uh, but really limited the damage. So uh, he has had a stretch over um, his last five starts, he's 4-0 with a 2.27 ERA. That's a really fun Garrett Richards to watch. Yeah. What were your thoughts on this start? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really concerned about the increase in walks, like the last couple games, because um, he had like a, you know, a three-game stretch prior to these two where he really wasn't walking anyone. Um and even prior to that, he was walking people, but he was still trying to get his mechanics together. And then it looked like he, you know, he righted the ship there, but it's starting to, uh, that ship is starting to take on a little bit of water, um, uh, for lack of, uh, I don't know, I'm just keeping up, I guess, that metaphor. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's just, the walks are starting to come back, so I'm a little bit scared. Um, I mean, he faced the Mets, Rangers, and Orioles, and then... And then, you know, he's faced a little bit, you know, better competition here lately, but in the walks are coming back. So I'm, I'm a little bit nervous still. I'm like, did he just kind of, you know, just kind of feast on some, you know, lesser lineups and we got a little excited and now, yeah, I, I, I'm a, I'm a little bit scared. I'm still optimistic, which I'm sure will shock you. <laughs> but I feel like that larger sample size of the, the five games, um, he yeah, like you mentioned, the walks did kind of start to creep up, obviously, quite a bit here. Um, but his stuff is so good that he's been able to limit the damage. Uh, 
which makes me feel like he has a control over his mechanics and uh, mm-hmm. he's feeling much better and more confident in himself mm-hmm. so that um, things don't go from bad to worse like they did in his first few starts. Um, and the strikeouts have been there, yeah. which is really nice to see. So I feel good. Um, it, it doesn't feel like um, Pavetta, who we'll get to, who pitched in the game tonight, where it kind of felt like he'd been playing with fire. Um, I still feel confident when he goes out there. Yeah. Um, extra base, or not extra base, it's multi-hit games. Kike Hernandez had three hits. Verdugo had two. Bogarts had two. Devers had two. 13 in total for the Red Sox in this matchup. Garrett Ritzer, Richards got the win. Uh, Whitlock only pitched a third of an inning. Uh, gave up one run. Ottavino, nice clean inning. And then Josh Taylor again. Another nice outing. No strikeouts, no hits. One walk in his one inning to finish it out. And then tonight happened. <laughs> this was a weird one. Uh, pitching matchup, Nick Pavetta versus Steven Matz. Uh, neither one of them was very good. <laughs> Red Sox, again, <laughs> had a five-run inning this time in the second. Uh, Pavetta immediately gave up runs in the first and the second. Um, down 2 nothing. the Red Sox came back with five, and then there was 5-3, and then it was 5-5, five, five, and then it was 7-5, and then quite a fun ninth inning. Uh, that ninth inning went... Uh, well, now I lost it. I had the play-by-play. Let's. Well, I'll just uh, try to remember. You know, it just happened. <laughs> Tallbuck led off the ninth with a single. Then Chavis followed with a single, and then both of them moved over on a wild pitch. So the tying runs were in scoring position with only one out, and then Verdugo grounded out, advancing the runners. So the tying run was at third for JD Martinez, who hit a go-ahead two-run homer out into that jet stream and right. Bobby Delbuck also had a big three-run homer in that fifth, massive fifth, uh, massive five-run inning uh, that went to right field and bounced off the foul pole. Um, the The fact that the Red Sox had to come back in this game twice and then let a lead really kind of bleed through the middle innings here, but then came back with that massive ninth inning, this feels like a really good win. Yeah. Yeah, this was this was an absolute great win. Um, like you said, um, both starting pitchers did not have it, and they looked absolutely horrible. Um, so, uh, yeah, but uh, just how they came back—you know—they came back and scored, you know, five uh, five rounds in the second, and then they come back in the ninth against Elise, um, which is just always great to see, right? Like this is like. This is why I just like love baseball. It's not over until it's over, and just you know, JD just dingers. Um, I just it was just a really really up and down roller coaster exciting game. Yep, Nick Pavetta went five innings. He gave up five runs, four earned. Did have eight strikeouts though, only two walks. Uh, a bit of a mixed bag in his performance here. What was your overall? Uh, feelings on on his start tonight yeah um i i guess i feel kind of like the same usually after a pavetta game i'm just like uh, <laughs> uh, okay um this is this was definitely different for him because he 
he upped his strikeouts, um, but then also upped his hits. So, um, and his last couple, his last prior games, uh, you know, it was more of he was controlling the hits, but he also wasn't getting the strikeouts. So it's like he was like, it's just like a totally different game. Obviously, I would like the ones where he doesn't give up the hits. But yeah, it was a, a really interesting outing for him. Yeah. Saramura followed with two-thirds of an inning. Uh, gave up two runs. Neither were earned. Then Darwinson came in, shut down an inning, and then Valdez pitched an inning and a third for the win. And Barnes, his 10th save of the year, striking out the side. Man, does he look good. Yeah. So that does it for the series against Toronto. Red Sox uh, were able to hang on to sole possession of first place in the division. The Rays are only a game back. The Yankees a game and a half, and the Blue Jays two and a half. It is a tight, tight, tight division. Uh, who is your MVP for this series? Ooh, um, I think I'm just going to give it to JD just because of that home run. Same. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it wasn't like he had a bad series. He had yeah, yeah. hits, was productive, but sealed the series win with the ninth inning two-run blast. JD's got it. Yeah. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back and preview the series against the Phillies. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Red Sox now move to the National League East, where they will head to Philadelphia for a three-game set. Um... This is about a, uh, the worst possible pitching matchups the Red Sox could have <laughs> hoped for here. Uh, they start right off the bat with Martin Perez versus Aaron Nola, then Nate Evaldi versus Chase Anderson, and Erod versus Zach Wheeler. Uh, Nola is a stud. Um, this is going to be a real tough matchup for Perez. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I do like to watch Nola. I, I find him a really, really fun pitcher uh, to watch. Uh, kind of um, not like super ace-like, so not like DeGrom-like, but still extremely fun to watch. But I don't really think I'm going to enjoy this matchup uh, because, uh, yeah, I think that he's going to have, you know, a you know really you know, a great, uh, game against, uh, our offense and Perez, I think is probably going to scuffle a little, uh, you know, struggle a little bit, um, with some of these, these bats for the Phillies. Yeah. Tough ballpark too. Yeah. Very Homer friendly, which I don't think bodes well for all three of the pitchers we got going here. <laughs> um, Evaldi going in game two, hasn't given up a home run all year, but he has been, real hittable in his recent starts and it feels like this might be the straw that breaks the camel's back so to say (laughs) um although perez has been on a heater 
uh, going back to the series or the first game of the series, I wonder if he continues his streak of like five, six innings, two runs. That should put the Red Sox in a position to be competitive for the game, though, right? Uh, yeah. Um, because if we can just get into the Phillies bullpen, um, and whether we're tied, um, or maybe just like, you know, a couple runs, you know, behind, we still have a chance because that bullpen is absolutely it's 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 not great. So yeah, as long as we can keep it close. Um, and then get to that bullpen, we definitely have a chance. Yeah. Get past the starters, keep it within a dinger's distance, <laughs> and I think we're going to have a fun series on our hands. Uh, we talked about Evaldi and Chase Anderson, Rodriguez, Wheeler. Uh, Wheeler has been on a hitter, a heater as well <laughs> his past few, and Rodriguez has kind of struggled with, as you outlined, being really hittable, and this is not a ballpark to be real hittable. No, it's, uh, it is not. No. So what are, what is your what is your prediction for this series? Um I think we take one out of three. Uh just because Nola and, and Wheeler are great. I mean, I know the, the, the bullpen uh for the Phillies is not great either, but you know Eovaldi has looked a little it hasn't looked great and you know Erod has struggled as well and then Perez is Perez so um yeah I think we take one out of three sadly I'm gonna go with two out of three for the Red Sox I'm gonna be optimistic I don't feel great about it but I just feel like baseball is weird yeah <laughs> so <laughs> yes <laughs> um right now the Phillies sit at second in the uh and at least a game and a half behind the Mets um it's a good baseball team the uh, roster resource has the projected lineup for the Phillies, uh, who do have some guys out with injury. Um, well, actually, they have J.C. Ramos all projected to be back, so that actually doesn't bode well for the Red Sox. Yeah. He's been out dealing with some uh, bumps and bruises. But McCutcheon leading off, Gene Segura second, Bryce Harper third, Ramos fourth, Hoskins fifth, Bohm sixth, Herrera seventh, and something called Nick Matone, Matin, <laughs> uh, <laughs> at shortstop batting eighth. Um, I wonder when in particular Rio Muta will come back into the series, but um, the middle of the order is tough. The very top and bottom, not so much. Yeah, it's, it's definitely um, like a stars and scrub team um especially because you know dd um just landed on the injured list this past week um and you know um boom um matone and herrera um aren't you know aren't really hitting very well boom uh especially is not hitting well which is kind of surprising um so yeah you just gotta get past you know two three four um, and maybe five um, Hoskins can be either hot or cold, but just get past that, you know, heart of the lineup and then you'll be okay. Yeah. Hoskins currently leads the team with eight homers, Harper right behind him with seven. McCutcheon has seven in a leadoff spot. Um, it's weird to see a team have a leadoff hitter hitting worse than the Red Sox leadoff hitter. However, Andrew McCutcheon leads the team with 29 walks and has a 350 OBP. So that's a big difference. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Should be another good series, though. That is for sure. Yeah. Uh, who is your prediction for series MVP? Um, uh, I'm going to go with um, Enrique Hernandez. Um, he had a pretty good series, um, you know, against the Blue Jays after coming off the injured list. So I think that he's yeah. going to keep it going. Been hot. Yeah. I'm going to go with Richards. <laughs> just, just gonna keep picking him every time he's out there Love it. all right um red sox have uh what is that eight games now against the al east they've got this game against our uh, series against the phillies and then we will be back with you on sunday to preview the series against the braves and then they finish up that trip with a little uh home set against the marlins as well so Thanks for listening, and we will be with you again on Sunday.